Call the Poison Control Center hotline. We're here 24-7 with the expert help you need. Free and confidential. Even if you think it's a false alarm, call. 1-800-222-1222. 1-800-222-1222. If you think it might be poison, then you don't know what to do. Call 1-800-222-1222. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. It's time for the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech Sports News. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by. Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Text us at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. BC, Beck Hanks, John Tabor, Bleed Tick Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. Get us on the hotline or text line, 888 Catch us on our Facebook page as well, Sports Talk 977. Louisiana Tech goes on the road. Surprise, surprise. They play another one-score game at NC State. Fall to the 23rd-ranked Wolfpack, 34-27. Beck Haynes, good evening. BC, it's a pleasure as always. Another week, third one this this year, just like this. We'll talk about why I don't think this one was as bad. I agree. You do. I agree. Starting off the show agreeing. Maybe a boring one. Uh, man, I'll say it again. Kendall's a dog. Woo, I love me some. Beck, he's quickly becoming one of my favorite dogs oh, in a long time. I just time. love him. I do. And we need. And the, this team needs needs him. There is a long, long list of Bulldogs that I am having that favorite category since I came to Kyle. I'll, I'll, I'll small, make the window smaller from when we came to college in 2009. Austin Kendall has quickly found himself in the top ten, possibly jumping into the top five. Real quick, let's go to the hotline. We got Jay. Jay, what's happening tonight? Hey, what's going on, y'all? Not much. What you got for us? All right, look, um, you know, Sean Fox coined, he says he coined the phrase of tech is going to tech. Yeah, he claims a lot of things. Yeah, he didn't. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, how are we going to, you know, how are we going to talk about tech without not listening to head coach and say he's, not coaching the team properly. And we're, you, pro- you, you, I might say it. Ben probably won't. And, no, we got to get into that, Jay. It was a. Uh... No, I mean, it, you know, coach ain't gonna coach. <laughs> Fair. Coach ain't gonna coach because that's exactly what he did when it comes to tech. Hey, you, Jay, you're you're touching on. He, he hired. He hired all these. You know, the OC. And, you know, he brought all the OC and DC and all this stuff in and, you know, his coaches and, you know, they, they've been run through throughout the whole years he's been there and nothing has come of it. 
Jay, great call, great points. We're going to touch on all of it over the next 30 minutes. I got some interesting opinions on it all. Yeah, I did too. I mean, this is I – mean, Jay speaks for the fan base right now. This, that, this is how down. the fan base – most of the fan base feels. And, and Ben, I, I, you know, it's a, it's a very appropriate question. Uh, you know, there's two sides to this argument. We talk about it every week. Uh, skips the reason we're in these games versus he can't handle the end of the game. Yeah, and there's some real validity in like being a good coach and prepping well and and getting your guys ready, but just not being a good in-game coach. And so there's some speculation that, that that's an issue. Okay, let, let's go. Let's go right to the end of the football game, and then I guess we'll work our way back in a sense. All right, we'll start at the fourth and five. Tech starts the drive at its own ten-yard line. Correct. Correct. It's a little over three minutes remaining in the game. Um, you and I were talking uh, during the final drive. I had no doubt at that point with the way the offense was playing. I just felt like Austin Kendall was going to lead them down the field. Yeah, I, I thought we'd be we'd have a chance where we. Yeah, were. and listen, they had a chance. Austin Kendall's back in his home state. Obviously, had missed the previous week against North Texas. Drives them down to the field. You get into a fourth and five spot. Uh, you get an egregious. False start penalty. Uh, that's probably putting it nicely. It was clearly offsides on NC State. Am I correct? Yeah, you, you're correct. And just to just to clarify that rule, there's there's neutral zone. Is that even in the college, or is it just offsides? It's offsides. So yeah, they, I, they I guess you can have a neutral yeah, zone. Well, the defense can't be the reason the offense jumps jumps Correct. and it was i mean they came across the line and it he, they were the reason he jumps and they tried to say because he wasn't in front of him yeah that's another thing if that's they're in the bonus. gaps yeah if the, which is if you i don't know if you've looked at an offense or defensive line but shoulder to shoulder if they're in front of you they're in front of you it doesn't, yeah. you can't not be in front of me there's no two bones about it so anyways false start makes it fourth and ten from the i believe it was the 42 yard line there's a little under one minute remaining in the game. Uh, Austin Kendall takes a snap, obviously scrambles 12 yards, picks up a huge first down. Huge. At the 30. Huge. But he's banged up. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it I didn't think it was dirty. I, did you think it was dirty? I would have liked a targeting call. But, hey, targeting. you're not getting that review on the road. Let's be honest. So, he, he lays on the so, so, Real quick. Is there a difference in, in like, when they slide? Like you, I mean, that's giving themselves up. To touch them, yeah. But he kind of dove forward. Yes, you can hit him there. You can hit him a little bit. So that's why I heard some people being like, that was kind of It wasn't target. obvious. No, it wasn't, and, and he dove more forward. Which, yes. I mean, he had to get the first down. He had to. No, Dude's a gamer, not letting the dogs down. Yeah. You know? So I, he did it. it. Be honest with you, he's letting it hang out right there at the end of the game like he should. So he gets the first down. He's a little banged up. Um, I thought the... I thought the referees blew the the injury whistle a little quick, but hey, it is what it is. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't rolling moving. on the no, ground. He's just slowly he was, getting up. He wasn't limp on the ground. Right. Um. So they blow the whistle. I don't even know if the training staff made it on the field before he got up. Anyways, John Allen, receivers coach, kind of goes down on the sideline as well. That's kind of a side story that you didn't necessarily catch if you weren't paying attention on TV. Unrelated. He didn't get hit. He didn't get hit. Just maybe got so scared about Kendall getting hit, lost maybe a little blood him. pressure. Maybe it impacted him maybe. a little bit. Anyways, so, he's fine, by the way. So Kendall's forced to exit the game. 41 seconds remaining. Louisiana Tech obviously has a first and 10. They got one timeout on the clock. Like I said, Kendall exited the game. So you got one, You got a couple options here. You call a timeout. 
You get him back in the game. Well, the clock stops because it's an injury timeout. Yes, and it's a first down. And it's a first down. You call the timeout to get Kendall back in the game. You send Aaron Allen in to spike the football and bring up second and 10 at the 30. Which you have 41 seconds left. My argument is you don't have enough. You shouldn't be worried about plays anyways. you got 30 yards to go. Yeah, exactly. Don't be worried about what down it is. I mean, It doesn't matter at yeah. that point. I agree with that. Or the last option is you allow Aaron Allen to come in the game and run a normal pass play suited for that situation. Let me let me rank these options for you. You got option one, option two, and option ninety nine, and we did option ninety nine. Correct. And then took it ninety nine B and did it as poorly as possible. Allen comes in, he's unaware, it's pretty clear. I would I would say Skip was unaware as well that the clock was running when the referee, the white hat, put the ball in play. Uh clock starts rolling. Uh Aaron Allen's in the gun, two receivers to his left, two to his right. And decides to adjust the protection, not once, but twice. Uh, the sideline, let's be honest, they're jumping up and down. So is it, just to clarify, they cut headset communication like 15 seconds? Is that no, true? that's only NFL. That's only NFL. So are they yelling? College, are they aren't yelling? The, college aren't in the year. They ain't even got anything in the year. No, not in the year. So they're jumping up and down. Good to know. Snap the football, snap the football. Well, ultimately, the ball's not snapped. Until about 17, 18 seconds. You've wasted, what, 23, 24 yeah. seconds yeah. by that point. Allen throws the deep ball down the sideline. It's overthrown, incomplete. There's 11 seconds remaining Shocker. in the game. Yeah. Uh, from that point, obviously, Kendall comes back in. He scrambles for a gain of, I think, six or seven. Got it to the 22. Last play of the game was six seconds left. Goes begging. It's intercepted. NC State is your winner. We talk about how this one doesn't burn as bad as a Mississippi State. It doesn't burn as bad as an SMU because you weren't leading in the game. Correct. Like, you can't yeah. – you can't. It was obviously. a hard-fought game, I would say. It was. I mean, it oh, was Tech played forth. a good football yeah, game. Yeah, they played a good football game up until this point. It doesn't – I mean, I still think it would have taken – it was still a great feat to get, into the, to get in the end zone. I still think Tech would have tied the game at the least. Or I mean, it's maybe gonna they get go hairy. for two. You're yeah. going to have a, t- a couple shots from 10, 15 yards. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought we would have. So, which is still tough to do. Not, I mean, Kendall's a dog. He might have done it. But he is a dog. 412 total yards. Three it tons. does definitely feel like we just don't help ourselves at all. Well, the and clock management, it was bad. I, no, I mean, there's no other way to describe it. And I just, I hate, I mean, in that situation against that, t- you do not let Aaron snap the ball in that situation. You just don't. And I agree. You have 41 seconds. You, everybody knows you're you're throwing the ball anyway, so you got eight. If you're going to do a quick out or sideline or whatever, well, seven, eight-yard gain, it's going to take eight seconds, ten seconds off gotta, the clock. Yeah, you got to get it then off. spike it. Then you still have 30 seconds. So, like, what are you doing by letting Aaron Allen come into the game right there? And, and I mean, I know that nobody I, foresaw him taking 20-something seconds off the clock, but – just call the timeout. Especially with how well the offense was yes. running. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Kendall got you down there. It and been Aaron different. took a shot. And, uh, and that no, was the play call. Yeah, I don't have a problem with taking a shot in that situation. Especially, listen, if he goes in the game and as soon as the ball is put in place, snaps the ball and takes a shot and it's incomplete, I don't think any of us are upset. But the problem was you let 30 seconds run off the clock. By the time Kendall gets back in the game with 11 seconds, you're still at the 30. Yeah, that's tough. And you're not getting 30 yards in that situation where they get to back everybody up to the to the goal line. You're yeah. just not. And that's the biggest frustration for me is, like, you can't have 
clock management malfunctions in that spot. It just like it's unacceptable. Yeah, I just question how 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 like sharp we are in those moments, you know. And it it definitely feels like we're we're <laughs> the text line is hot. Uh, I definitely feel like we we just collapse a little bit, you know. And Ben, I I just want to I either want to get beat straight up one time. I want to lose thirty one seventeen. I really do. That sounds crazy, but if I'm going to have an L on the schedule, beat me by twenty. Don't give me any hope. My heart can't take it. FS says, does Skip need to give up off- calling offensive F- plays? Yes! Listen. Yes! At the very least, if he's not calling plays in that spot. I'm not going to say yes, no, or not. But I'll if yes. he's not in that spot, the clock does not run down. Because that's what he's watching. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. He's That's going to be his job. If the, somebody in the booth calling the play, Skip's on the sideline on the headset being like, we got... We got clock issues right now. We need We're to coming call a out of this timeout. He's going to set the ball down. The clock's going to start running. So whoever's in at quarterback needs to be ready to snap the ball. Jay says Holtz Holtz. Fair. Listen, Donald and Monroe says we lost twenty nine seconds according to the replay. Had they known the clock would start running, as in the second, as in half a minute. Yeah. But I'm saying the second that you know you set the ball down and yeah. tweet, snap, clock starts running. Yeah. I just cannot, I and cannot even, fathom how we don't use our time out there. And I'm not even mad you lost the football game. No, I'm not either. I really thought it was a, it was going to be tough. It was a great game. I mean, Tech went total. Listen, they put up 480 total yards of offense against the sixth ranked defense in the country. Clemson would have begged to get to 300 yards the week before at 214. I, I mean, it went up and down the field. On a very good football team and had an opportunity to win. And I know the argument always goes back to if you'd have signed me up before the game to have a shot from the 22-yard line, the final play of the game, would you have taken it? It's beside the point. Yeah. Sometimes I just wonder. Maybe all this heartbreak setting up for the dogs to go to the <laughs> maybe AAC. We, or that, or maybe we're just going to win out of conference and win a conference championship. I'll and take forget it. all about it. I'll take I it. I do like us against anybody in conference. Anybody. But the, back the, listen, Mississippi State, SMU's ranked 24th, NC State's ranked 23rd. I don't think you could sit here and argue that it, from a talent perspective, it's a top 35, 45 team in the country. We would be top 25 had we won one or uh, two Yeah, of thanks, Captain Obvious, but we're not. I mean, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that I get the opportunity to come in here on Tuesday nights after games like that and really put a loss to bed. I mean, maybe I say it's easier. Maybe it's because we're numb. Maybe we're numb, Ben. Too legit to quit. Says rather get crushed than heartbroken. Hey, that's that's my opinion too as a fan. But I'm just I'm an emo. You know, I, I know there's probably people that are like, oh, I want to compete in every game. And I get that aspect, I do too, but I want to win the football game, too. But I think that, that comes from a fan that, that gets a win in a, one of these three games every once in a while. Probably so. And you don't have a couple years of this happening. Maybe Probably so. Dogs now 2-3 and three overall, 1-0 and oh in conference USA play. Say, enter a bye week. Yes, Beck is here on a bye week. Uh, monumental in itself. Uh, he's been signing... Uh, 
foreheads out in the <laughs> Sports Talk 97.7 lobby up here. I've signed Tabe's forehead a few times. Yes, you have. <laughs> uh, coming up at 645, 2022 Louisiana Tech quarterback commit Landry Liddy Calvary Baptist will join us. Uh, should be a pretty fun interview with Landry. Uh, he's off to a quick start early on in 2021, leading the state of Louisiana in passing. So let's go ahead and take our next time out. We going back, Beck. We're going to shift directions. Let's talk about the first through third quarters. It's a good football game, like we mentioned. Didn't finish the way you wanted to, but it was a good football team. We'll break it all down coming up next. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. Whether you are a small business owner or a parent helping your child open their first savings account, we look forward to working together to help you achieve your dreams. We are committed to delivering on our long-term promise, making each interaction with you more exceptional than any you have ever experienced through the convenient delivery of personal and business banking products. Ready to experience uncommon banking? Visit with our friendly staff at one of our convenient local locations or visit us online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatter load, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. Please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. Walpole Tire and Service loves supporting La Tech football. And if you're going on a road trip to follow the dogs... They want you to get there safely. Count on the pros at Walpole Tire to keep your car in the game. From the largest selection of name brand tires in the area to expert ASE certified service, including brakes, tires, and front end repairs. Your home team for over 60 years. Walpole Tire and Service. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Beck, I'd say that was a heater to kind of open us up this evening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You chill out a little bit in here. Whew, I'm kind of sweating. <laughs> All right, so you fall 34-27. Listen, what was it, 18, 19-point line as far as North Carolina State was favored? 18.5. Okay, okay. Easy cover for the Easy dogs. cover, yeah, I called it. That was easy it. money. But uh, did you call it last week on your score prediction? Uh, I don't even remember what I said. You remember? I thought you said like 52-3, to three, but I don't know. 52-3? to three. I ah, think I had kidding. us covering, didn't I? I don't know. I said 31-20. That's, a, that's not far. That's all I can remember. But anyway, so... I, I, first off, I got to say this: North Carolina State—they were 
like we said, 23rd ranked team in the country, coming off a win over Clemson, I thought their crowd was absolutely pathetic. I couldn't hear them the whole game. Probably because we had that broadcasting crew from uh, their mom's basement. I can't believe we're still doing that. Oh, it's awful. You got... You got full stadiums around the country, but you still got dudes broadcasting in their skivvies in their office. Yeah. Like, I, I'm glad the station's not associated with ESPN, and I can tell ESPN that's a crock of you know what. It's awful. You like that, Tapes? Yeah. Have you tried their fantasy app this fall? No, Is it pretty we actually terrible, switched. too? We switched. Oh, uh, it's on par with the rest of the company. That. That figures, we're, Tapes. We're, needless to, we're, we're going to a competitor next Needless year. to hey. say, it's going down every Sunday afternoon. Yeah. We're, we're a sleeper now. Yeah, it, it puts me to sleep with my own 14. But anyways. What, sleeper or your team? Uh, both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one in 15 in his last... That's one in 16, I'm sorry. Yeah. One in 16 in his last 17. <laughs> don't sell him short there, no, babe. I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, don't, don't sell me that's short. That's okay. He only lost by two points this week. Yeah. Close but no cigar. <laughs> Um, so listen, I thought the crowd was weak. The broadcaster's just hot garbage. I can't count how many times on my fingers, how many times they came back to the stadium, but the broadcasters weren't ready. And they're like, oh, wait, commercial, one more. And it's like, all right, good production out of the ACC. Terrible. Um, also, I have to mention, at one point during the game, had a good buddy I was talking to during the game. Personal text line. Personal text line. There was one play ran in the football game. It was a kickoff through the end zone in nine minutes. You want to know why 16,000 people show up to the Joe? Because of crap like that. One play in nine minutes? I could eat three dozen nachos. That's ridiculous. That's horrifying. Well, I told you that in the last tech game. It's horrifying. It is. uh, It's... it's it's horrifying. It, ki- it kills the, the mood, seriously. It it's does. horrifying. So, NC State started slow. Dogs opening drive. They got a couple of first downs. I believe they converted the first third down in the first quarter that NC State had allowed all year, uh, which, I mean, that's so interesting pretty stat. cool. But, <laughs> it's inter- yeah, like you said, I don't know how significant it truly is. Uh, NC State took an early 7-0 lead in that first quarter. Uh, Louisiana Tech was able to come back. They answered that touchdown with a six-play, 75-yard drive of their own when my boy, Diesel Adams, from two yards out, caught a touchdown out of the yes, backfield. He did. You know why I called Jacob Adams Diesel uh, Adams? You tell me. Diesel's reliable. Okay. And he was reliable in this one. He typically is. If you're listening, Jacob, your new name's Diesel. <laughs> so, 7-7, Tech's driving the field. Kendall had his first interception of the game. Uh, thought he tried to fit it into a window that was a little too a tight. A little tight. Uh, DB made a good play on the ball. He kind of had to dive a little bit. Uh, defense really, first half, I'll be honest for a sec, defense played well. Yeah, I was impressed. A lot of credit for him. I thought they performed well in the run game. I think NC State only had 37 yards rushing uh, in that first half. I thought the big thing, the biggest part of that first half was NC State had the ball a little over a minute to go. They go three and out offensively. Tech calls a timeout to get the ball back. Ball's punted. Smoke doesn't catch the punt and gives up about 15 yards of field position, which was big. It was big. 
It's one of those things that gets overlooked. He gives up 15 yards of field position. Tech goes three plays and out of their own, only runs 10 seconds off the clock. They're forced to punt. And then ultimately with 38 seconds remaining in the half, 36 seconds remaining in the half, NC State's able to get it into field goal range and take a three-point lead into the half. I thought that was big from a momentum standpoint. Would you agree? I agree, yep. That was one, yeah, I just felt like it was mishandled a little bit. I would have liked to run a little more clock off. and At the very least, don't give them the football back with a chance to score. Come out of the half, both teams trade punts, and then NC State got a few things going, especially on the ground. They take a 20-10 to 10 lead. I believe that was off a 24-yard touchdown run by Person. Uh, really good run off the right side. I didn't think Tech tackled well on that drive or the following drive. But at 20-10, to 10, Dogs respond. They get a field goal. Uh, there's a little bit of luck involved. I think they went up top on a third and one, third and two. Ball hits off the defender, and then Bear corrals it for a big gainer down that Tech sideline, if you remember correctly. Yep, 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 yep. Um, Tech ultimately gets a field goal from Jacob Barnes. Uh, saw that Jacob Barnes now a private pilot. Yeah, by the congrats way. to Barnesy. Yeah, uh, baby Barnes. How about the, it? I mean, the guy's consistent. He is, he is consistent. He really Forty is. yards and in, in count it. Uh, yeah. Buckets, buckets. All right, so twenty to thirteen, NC State responds. They make it twenty-seven to thirteen. That was big. Uh, becomes a 27-13 football game. Tech immediately has to punt. And then I felt like the momentum in the game started to shift a little bit in Tech's favor. I think NC State had a fourth and two from the Tech 32-yard line. They went for it. And Tech's defensive line stood tall. 27-13. They respond with the touchdown. I believe this was the touchdown to... Was it Bub uh, Means? Yeah, 23 yeah, yards. The 23-yarder to Bub Means down the sideline. Beautiful throw by oh. Austin Kendall. Uh, I think he hit Trey Harris actually on the play before that down the sideline as well uh, on another deep ball for 31 yards. NC State immediately responds with a touchdown of their own. It, the, two teams trading blows. Uh, another good recipe for a good football game, if you could agree. Yep. Uh, you call it bad defense, call it good offense, good football game. My, my complaint with the defense was first half was, was great. Second half, it's, we just forgot like, how to I tackle. I didn't think they tackled Oh, my well. gosh. They, so many times we hit them behind the line that end up being 8, 9, 10-yard game. I think Tech had 15 missed tackles in the game. I, I would What's imagine. typical for like a normal game? Probably 8 or 9. Okay. I think 13 of them probably came in the in second s- half. Third quarter, probably. Yeah. No, I, I'd agree with that. So, 34-20, Tech drives back down the field. Griffin Bear with a touchdown catch. How about that brute strength? That Griffin Bear show. Oh, he just bulldozed half of them. Woo! Half the team. Beautiful. With a little over four minutes remaining in the game, NC State gets the football back. Obviously, Tech is able to get the stop. They get the ball back. We all know what happens at the end. Overall, 480 yards total offense. How about our boy AK? He had 412 of them. Throws for 341. Rushes for 71. Beck, is it outrageous to say he's the best quarterback in Conference USA? No, I, I, I don't. I mean, I don't, you tell me. I don't know the other quarterbacks as well, but I don't think there's any way it's close. I haven't heard a name, a single name mentioned. I think Bailey Zappi potentially at Western Kentucky, but probably not. Just with what Austin Kendall brings to this offense, and I, I know there's a couple interceptions at times, but he he has such moxie and such confidence to his game. I mean, last week he didn't really practice that much. Goes on the road. He's got 30, 40 families and family and friends in the stands back in his home state. And he puts together one of the best performances of his career. 
I got another question for you. Is it outrageous to say he gets a shot in the NFL if he keeps this up? No, I think I think it'll go a long way if he if he dominates in conference and then we get some recognition, maybe, maybe win the conference. conference championship. I think uh, the, this was a tough first five games. It was. I mean, tough. You had one cake game and he didn't even play in it. Yep, he would have probably thrown for four hundred. You know what I'm saying? So this is, I mean, to come in to a school as a transfer, well, transfer from the the medical field. Uh, this, that's a tough couple games to start, and I think he's going to settle in. I mean, this is the the part of our schedule where we can be expecting some wins, hopefully. And I think if he keeps playing as well, I mean, you saw his, I saw some stats on uh, like he tenth and sixteenth in the country, country. And yeah, tenth in the country in total yards yeah, a game. Yeah, so I mean, that's going to catch some attention. Yeah, there's What's zero doubt about that. And no. he's he's big. He's a gamer. There's some intangibles there. He's got some toughness to got him. Got some toughness. There's some intangibles. And I was thinking about. It. I mean, for him being out last week for medical reasons, that might not have been the end of the world. If any, if you're going to pick any game to do, that's a great one. And it, he was banged up before that. Yeah, he so, was. I mean, just good time to get banged some. up. Also, get to bye week this week. I, I yeah. think coming out of that bye week with seven games remaining in the year, uh, I think you have to expect that he'll be. Uh, you know, ninety percent at a minimal. He'd probably be pretty close to one hundred percent going to El Paso on October the sixteenth. I'm gonna make a comparison here. It's gonna blow your mind. My concern with Kendall is that he he's just a playmaker, but he makes plays with his body. You know who? Can you guess what my comparison would be for him? He's a good thrower, but I wouldn't say he's like top notch elite. Not Tony Romo. Not Tony Romo. We're gonna go college, college QB, legendary uh, college QB. Uh, Timmy Tebow. Timmy really? Tebow. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I like it. I like it. Tebow is a little more uh, thick in the midsection. I mean, Kendall ain't thin in the mid. He ain't no JD head. Yeah, but he doesn't also run the QB power either too often. No, but he he runs an imp- improv QB. Okay, he be bulldozing some people over BC. Okay, I'll respect your opinion. For the first time this evening. Anyways, really fun matchup with NC State. Unfortunately, Louisiana Tech falls 34-27. Let's go ahead and take our next time out back. When we come back, you mentioned really tough first five games of the year. Two and three overall. Let's look at the remainder of this schedule. Seven games, all in Conference USA. What's the ceiling? What's the floor? And what in the world wide web is going to happen? You listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. Hey, Bulldog fans, this is Mark Richardson with Bamba Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner Jeff Robinson has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to Bimble Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia, and when you do, you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal. Go, dogs. Bimble Motors in Arcadia. Hey, DQ fans, is there any better way to bring people together this season than the delicious Blizzard treats from DQ? With the new fall Blizzard treat menu, there's a little something for everyone and a lot of fall flavor in every treat. Whether it's flavors like the new pecan pie, returning pumpkin pie, the Reese's Pieces cookie dough, sea salt toffee fudge, Oreo mocha fudge, cocoa dipped strawberry, and the royal ultimate choco brownie, this just may be the greatest fall Blizzard treat lineup ever. One way to find out is to try it for yourself today at DQ. 
happy tastes good. This is Jason Walker with Louisiana National Bank. No matter if you're buying your starter home or your forever home, Louisiana National Bank can take care of all of your home buying needs. Our rates and closing costs are competitive with not only your home team bank, but also those big online lenders. We have an amazing product portfolio, which means more ways to get you in your dream home, including low and no down payment options for qualified customers and properties. Conveniently apply online at ln.bank. L for Louisiana, N for national.bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. It's time to move the chains. What are we prepared to do to win? Are you willing to strain a little harder? Are you willing to work a little harder? Focus a little harder? Head coach Skip Holtz and the Dog Brotherhood are ready to grind their way to the top of Conference USA. Feel the results all season long right here. Catch all the action of the 2021 Louisiana Tech football season live on Big Z Country, 107.5 FM. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Beck, you got to tell us why Dave says that Austin Kendall is not Tim Tebow. He said because uh, <laughs> my, my words, <laughs> because Kendall can throw a spiral to his desired location. <laughs> <laughs> Too good, Dave. That was a classic. Oh, that was a classic. All He's right. a poor and man. I'm a Tebow guy, too. man. I love hey, me some I'm team. just saying some tenacity, not afraid I get to run it. the no, ball. I get that aspect. He's a good he's a good passer, but he's not probably gonna like lead the Manning Passing Academy next year. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, big Manning Passing Academy guy. Hey, you know who can spin it? Tapes, that's why you're the goat, Tapes. That's why you're the goat, Tapes. Hey, you know who can spin it? Who can spin Justin it? Justin Herbert, Herbert, whatever his name Justin is. Justin Herbert, Herbert. Yeah, he's pretty Herbert. good. Yeah, how does Abear and Herbert have the same I'm, last I'm name but they say it different? You missed on I, Herbert. I didn't. Th- I, oh. I thought he could be a serviceable, take time to grow, but he's a real that kid's deal. stud. Man. He's probably top five in the I, league I, right I, now. That's what I was thinking. He might be an MVP candidate by the end. Of the oh, I, absolutely. So. Yeah, I, I just. I, I for the record, I liked him coming out of Oregon. I think Sutton didn't like him, right? Josh Allen or Justin Herbert? Oof. I think you take I think both. they're close enough. It depends where you're. At. I think Allen is perfect for playing in Buffalo. That weather and stuff. The weather, big, strong. Yeah, I agree. Can tuck it and run in it, and and then Herbert, Justin Herbert's got the flow. He's for a California, California kid. kid. Yeah, yep. it, lo- it fits. Loves a lightning delay inside a dome. Just oh, perfect. Don't, fit. don't even get me. Going. <laughs> Did you see the get uh, the little? meme or whatever of uh gruden when the ref came over and told him uh, he said are you kidding me and looked up to the ceiling and just rolled his eyes and walked off <laughs> well and, they did pan to goodell who was just sitting there looking like he was sucking on a sour prune well he <laughs> goodell's just a clown all right look at the remainder of this oh real quick i gotta ask you this you talk about austin kendall's ability to take off out of the pocket it'll be interesting to see how conference usa teams defend his scrambling ability Throughout the remainder of the year, now that he's proved he's such a good scramble, you know I, what I'm saying. I'll tell you like, how you how have to it. account for him. I tell you how they defend it. How they won't. All right, ain't All right. happening. That, that's the analysis that the folks are looking <laughs> for. All right, real quick, uh, we mentioned. Speaking Louis- of Tebow, he was 245 in college. Yeah, that's a train. 
Uh, yeah, it might be a train with a little uh, caboose on the back. Uh, Louisiana Tech travels to UTEP October the 16th. Of course, they have the bye week coming up this weekend on October the 9th. Uh, the UTEP Miners. Uh, Beck, if you're looking to go out to the Sun Bowl, uh, tickets as low as 22 bucks, Pretty cheap. If you They're paying out. you 22 bucks to go? Uh, possibly. Possibly. You know UTEP. They're uh, pretty much a uh, weekly contender for the snoozer of the week. <laughs> UTSA used to be, but not not anymore. Okay, so uh, let, let's look. Two and three, seven games remaining. You're 1-0 in the conference. Travel to UTEP. Is it fair to say that you expect to win the football game? Yeah, UTEP is 4-1. Yeah, they, they beat Bethune-Cookman in New Mexico and New Mexico State. And then the uh, old, old Dominion. Dominion don't like football. Yeah. Okay. Snoozers. They may, they may have a little confidence. They'll though. be a little better. I agree. But and you got to take care of business. And and Dustin says always a game or two in conference where Tech plays down to teams and gets beat. Just saying, I wouldn't be surprised if Tech plays down to UTEP. They are 4-1 and one right now. Granted, it's not against great teams. I want to say this, right, too. That was Tech before Austin Kendall, Dustin. Yeah, come on now. now we got a great call on the postgame call-in show the other night. And I think this is probably – it's not talked about enough. When you talk about having a high-powered offense and playing, you know, playing exciting, fun brand of football, I think we had a caller named Brett, and he called in and he said, listen – not only are you losing these games, some of these tight games that you should possibly win, but another frustration is, like Dustin said, you're also not taking care of business of the UTEPs, of the Rices, of the like a Southern Miss. You're not taking care of those yeah, teams gotta... in convincing fashion as well. Well, it can't be in a years roller past. In years past, we Before haven't played. AK. We haven't played them. Now that's a great point. Great teams dominate bad teams. Yes, and that is a concern. The skipper loves a close game, BC. We're not. There's no denying it. Yep, he loves it. I don't know what it is. I know he loves talking about the coaches in the pregame, pre-week, the whatever it is, the, the game, press the press conference. conference before the games. Like loves to make you feel like they're going to win the natty. I don't know, Ben. I need to see. We I, haven't had a convincing win this year. I said that on Tuesday or Monday. Excuse me. Today's Tuesday on the edge. The biggest thing for Louisiana Tech. You've shown how good you are through the first five weeks. Obviously, you played a shootout with Southeastern. You survived against North Texas with your second and third string quarterbacks. If you want to prove that you're a real player, if you want to prove how good you are, in two weeks, when you travel to UTEP, go beat the pants off the Leave minors. no doubt. And I'm not, it doesn't have to be 52 to 3, but it needs to be 38 17. In a game that really wasn't as close as 38-17 yeah, late, if you catch cover. Madrid. Yeah, I got you. Like, you have to win the game in convincing fashion, and you can't keep riding the roller coaster. And I, listen, I understand all of it. 18- to 22-year-old kids, it's, it's tough to travel to El Paso. I'm sure the wind will be blowing it'll be cold. No, go take care of your business against a lesser team with a running back that weighs 260 and should be playing on the defensive line. Do you agree? 100%. All right, 100%. Moving on from UTEP. Lock of the year, UTSA. You know I picked this game for a reason. Back, I got a lot of people doubting my lock of the year. Let me tell you something. It's the lock of the year. Tech ain't losing to UTSA. Now, following that UTSA game, you get a tricky road trip out to Norfolk. 
against the Old Dominion don't like to play football guys. It's another one of those games like UTEP. If you want to win a conference championship, can't be a letdown on the road. Here, it's. I was thinking today, it's interesting how we, I feel like we kind of get to know the locker room a little bit, like get to know the team the does added, feel a little different. It feels a little bit different. And I think it's part of that is because they feel like they've sold themselves short a little bit by some I of agree. these games. So if there's anything positive to come out of having three really close games, this team is, I mean, they're competing. I hate that. I hate that. But they, they are there. And they want to show that they can win these games. These guys know they're good enough to win these it's games. It's put up or shut up. It's put up out. or shut up. And I think I'm going to be, I'm going to make a claim here. I think it has a lot to do with who's at QB. I think those I guys want to play for him. I agree I think 100%. they see his leadership. I think they see that he's built a little bit different. He's older. He's been in the real world, came back out of the real world to lead them to a conference championship. He's willing to take off yes. and pick up a big first down and take a shot. And I think they want they want to play for Kendall. And I think he just leads. It just feels a little bit different. And, I mean, I, maybe it's the frustration that we've heard about and seen from the players for how these games have finished, I, I just think they're sick of it too. I mean, a lot of these guys have been here four, five, six, seven years. You know, with COVID year, they can be here forever. So maybe ten, ten. I mean, they're they're ready. It's time to get over the hump. You follow Old Dominion with a trip to UAB. That's an eleven a.m. kick. I, I don't think there's any doubt that when these two teams lock up, it's going to be a tight game. That's ultimately won in the fourth quarter. You return back home November the thirteenth with Charlotte. You also have a home game with USM, that's Southern Miss, who I believe the Golden Eagles will be on quarterback number three uh, this coming up weekend. And then finally you close out the regular season at Rice um, in a stadium which Rice plays football in, but you can't sit in the upper deck because it's not safe, but you can't oh, sit you in the lower bowl. It. you got to love it. Interesting. Just let the upper deck fall in the lower. And they're in consideration a- for the AAC. Supposedly. But your upper deck don't work. Yeah, build a new stadium and you ain't coming. All right. So you look at the remainder of the schedule on paper. You got two challenging games. On you, paper. You're calling UTEP and UTSA the challenging games? UTSA and UAB. UAB. Gotcha. Yeah, two at a minimum, say you split. Which I guess that would mean you lose to UAB because what is UTSA? It's the lock of the year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got you. It's the lock of the year. I don't give a crap if they're five and (laughs) zero. I thought you were asking. They're gonna lose this week, anyways. (laughs) They're gonna lose this week at Western. They barely beat the zero and five UNLV Rebels. Yeah, gotta love the running Rebels. What is it? The 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 fighting Tate Martells. The fighting Tate Martells. What did Tate play in that game? I think I saw he had like two snaps before this game. In his career at UNLV. Playing well. Good to hear Tate's doing well. Uh, has really made the most of his life. Has more tattoos than he has career snaps. Good night. All right. Beck, am I insane to say, like, this team should run the – like, they should run the table. Okay, so in what scenario can we can we drop a game and, and still be in conference championship? I think so. Listen. Like we, we first we'd off, have to use the we'd have to probably win the well which which one's more important to win? Uh, it depends on who wins out of each of those teams when they play one another. Yeah, that's true. Uh, also, they got tougher matchups from the eastern side than Louisiana Tech has. UTSA travels to Western Kentucky this weekend. They're a three point underdog. Uh, I believe UAB will host Florida Atlantic, who 
uh, appears to be pretty good from the East as well. So it'll be interesting. Uh, and they also have to match up with one another, I believe, down in San Antonio. So uh, a lot of that is to be determined. The easiest way to go about it is go 7-0 and and you lost seven games and there's no bones about it. You're hosting a conference championship inside Joe A in front of like 9,000 fans on December the 3rd or 4th. I hear you. Here's a scary thing. UTSA has a pretty cake schedule. Let me hear it. Oh, the start of the year has just been... I mean, they beat Illinois. It's been a bunch 30, of honey bugs. Yeah, they, they beat Illinois, which are they a good team? No. They, extra icing. They beat this LAM team. I don't even know who it is. Lamar. Lamar. Ooh. The fighting... Uh, Cardinal. Yep. Who was uh, Marco Borns? Yep, the fighting Marco Borns. Uh, good they, point right there. They beat Middle Tennessee State, which... Uh, Terrible. BC could beat Middle Tennessee State. Beat Memphis! 31 28. That's a backup quarterback. With a backup quarterback? They're Memphis's backup quarterback? You got to look. UNLV they beat, which is 0 and 5. That wasn't a Who they game. got the remainder of the year? They got Western Kentucky next, which you, th- you said Western Kentucky might not be that bad. I think Western's going to beat them. Do you? Yeah. Let's hope they do. Then they got Rice. Then they got the fighting Austin Kendalls. Good luck. Ain't happening. Lock of the year. UTEP, US, uh, or Southern Miss, then UAB, and then North Texas to finish it off. All right. So really, they got three games they could lose. Western yeah. Kentucky, Tech, UAB. Yeah. Okay. It's interesting. We need them to drop a couple. Yeah, need them to drop at least two. I don't know. I like – listen, it's two and three. It's been frustrating. You lose games that you should have won. You know, it, you win a backup quarterback game against North Texas. It wasn't that pretty. Bottom line is, that's in the past. Can you turn the page during the bye week, obviously get a little bit healthier, make a run through this conference? There's zero doubt, like I said in the open – from a pure talent perspective, it's a top 35 to 45 team in the country. It's time to prove it on the field. I agree. It's time to prove it on the field. Need to see it. Need to see it. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back. Landry Liddy, Louisiana Tech 2022 quarterback commit, will join us. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. Whether you are a small business owner or a parent helping your child open their first savings account, we look forward to working together to help you achieve your dreams. We are committed to delivering on our long-term promise, making each interaction with you more exceptional than any you have ever experienced through the convenient delivery of personal and business banking products. Ready to experience uncommon banking? Visit with our friendly staff at one of our convenient local locations or visit us online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatter load, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. Please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. I remember the moment. I'll never forget that moment. As long as I live. As long as I live. That moment, we arrived in the scene. The storm had nearly destroyed the area. This was our own community. Friends, family, people we grew up with, went to school with. We were there to help. Several of us were working to rescue a family. They made it down to the storm cellar, but the house collapsed on top of the cellar door and trapped them. We had chainsaws going, and we had to use Humvees and heavy machinery to move massive trees and debris. We got them out. We helped a lot of people out. It felt good to know I could really make a difference. Right here, close to home, in my state. It was one of those life-changing moments where I realized 
I am making a difference in these people's lives and mine. I'm a citizen soldier in the National Guard. You can serve part-time and be there the moment your community needs you. Learn more at NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Ainge, John Tabor. Sports Talk 97.7. Let's go right to the hotline. We got 2022 Louisiana Tech quarterback commit from Calvary Baptist, Landry Liddy, joining us. Landry, how we doing tonight, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Uh, we're doing well. So let, let's jump right into things. Obviously, uh, you're a commitment to Louisiana Tech at this point in your high school career. But I want to go back. At what point in your life, or you know, 13, 14, 15 years old, did you really decide football is the sport for me and this is the sport that I want to try to play at the collegiate level? Well, growing up, I was always I was always a bigger guy, so I was a I was a lineman or a tight end. So I'm normally blocking for the guy scoring all the touchdowns. But uh, my seventh grade year, I made the switch to quarterback, and uh, I, I, would, I was told I was pretty good. And then going into my freshman or sophomore year, I was like, I, I really I really love this, and it, it's something that I really want to try to do for a long time. So. I would say about freshman, freshman or sophomore year, yes, sir. And you, you go back to last year. Obviously, you guys win the state championship, a, a wild, crazy game over OCS down in Natchitoches at Northwestern State. I think you set the uh, high school state championship record for you know the most passing yards in a game. How, how cool was that for you, uh, not only to win a state championship, but I, I'm sure that's a goal that you set out to accomplish at the beginning of your high school career, to be able to accomplish that as a junior against a program like OCS that's really, it, it feels like they're also competing for state championships year in and year out. Yes, sir, absolutely. It was uh, That was our whole theme last year, was to, to go in state and uh, to win it with that group of seniors. I have some of my best friends that were, in that 2021 class and uh, win it for uh, Coach Guin and and uh, pretty much the whole Calvary family. It, it was a great feeling. And you look back at, you know, going back to the recruiting process, obviously uh, a number of different schools reached out to you after or prior to your junior year and throughout your junior year as well. Kind of break down for us the recruiting process for you, how hectic it can be with different coaches calling from all over the country and what it's like what it was like for you once you made that decision to commit to Louisiana Tech and kind of shut things down. Right. Uh, it was it, it was pretty hectic. Uh, towards the end of the junior year, I would get a couple calls from different coaches, and then right at the end after the state championship, it was pretty much every day. And uh, to to have that, it, it kind of kind of makes your head kind of big, you know. But to uh, to keep your foundation in the Lord and stay humble is 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 huge. So. Uh, I, I tried my best to do that pretty much every day, and uh, and then uh, right before my senior year, whenever I committed to Tech, it was definitely a, a weight off the shoulders because uh, I didn't want to deal with all the recruiting going into my senior year. You know, 
to, to commit to a great school like Tech going into the senior year, it, was, it, felt, it felt really good. Landry, I, I actually went to Calvary, um, and then I came to Tech, obviously, and I'm just telling you, you're going to like Tech a lot more. <laughs> Can you tell me why you picked uh, Louisiana Tech over some of the other schools that were recruiting you? Uh, I, I've said this in a, in a couple other times that people have asked me this, but I think it's all the little things that Tech do. Uh, from the football aspect of it to the to the school aspect, and uh, the coaching staff is great. Coach Skip's doing a great job. Coach Sloan is awesome. I love Coach Sloan. Uh, Coach Brock Hayes, Coach Allen, uh, Coach Trey, all, all of them do a really good job, and uh, I'm really looking forward to being a part of it. And I know, obviously, Joe Sloan, the, the quarterback's coach here at Louisiana Tech, has been at Tech throughout Holtz's tenure. Talk a little bit about the relationship that you guys uh, were able to develop, you know, throughout your recruiting process, and even up till today, uh, you know, where you guys are at right now from a relationship standpoint that led you to want to play quarterback for the Bulldogs. So the first time I talked to Coach Sloan was at a Louisiana Tech camp, my eighth grade year. So we started talking really early, and uh, he kind of he kind of kept in contact through the years, and then uh, once I was able to start my junior year and I had a pretty good year uh, we talked more often and that relationship we built through those years were just so important to me and uh, I think Coach Sloan did a really great job so yes sir and from a once you did commit I believe you were the first commitment in this class back on May the 5th mm-hmm. May the 6th um, and I've seen you've been really active on social media in the months since that time being the first guy to commit in that Louisiana Tech recruiting class, how important was it for you, especially being a quarterback, the guy that everybody looks to to be a leader? How important is it to you to continue trying to help Louisiana Tech put together this class? Oh, yeah, it's, it's very important. I told I tell Coach Sloan and Coach Skip all the time, I'm, I'm still trying to get guys. And uh, we got a couple of different commits, a couple of three-stars. So we're, we're building this 2022 class, and we're going we're gonna to try to make a change here at Tech. Sir. Last question. We'll let you get out of here. Obviously, you guys are, are five games into your season uh, out at Calvary, four and one overall. I think uh, you guys are number one, number two in the state, uh, looking for your second consecutive state championship. I know you currently uh, lead the state in passing yards. What are some of your goals uh, throughout the remainder of your high school career? Um, I tr- obviously, a state championship. That's that's the main thing. And the way the way you get to that is just to stack good days. You have good practice after good practice, good game after good game. Eventually, that leads you to state championship, and uh, just keep that, keep stacking good days and grow closer with your uh, your guys and the coaching staff, and you'll eventually get the state championship. Absolutely, Landry. We appreciate you joining us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, and uh, looking forward to seeing you sign with Louisiana Tech in December and put on a Bulldog uniform next fall. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Go, dogs. Landry Liddy. Quarterback commit, class of 2022, join us here on the hotline. Be pretty cool to win back-to-back state championships. I'm not going to sit here and lie. Yeah, I to never you. got to win a state championship. Before. Shocker! Ah, I, you know, actually, did so, Calvary win a title oh, while you were there? No, any but sport. They won back-to-back in baseball, and then I got there with Ziggler. Yes, yeah, with little, old little Randy. You know what the uh, the strength coach said when I got there? He, that you needed to work out. No, well, we like toured the school, and so I met him, and I was. Just as big as I am 
now as yeah, I was but, in high school, plus a couple pounds. But six four, yeah. two thirty. So, yeah, I walked in. And they were just drooling, you know. And then I was like, guys, I've had like sixteen knee surgeries. Don't not get very excited. good. But he told me he's like, I can work with that. Old Ziggler couldn't walk and chew bubble gum when he got here, but now he's going to LSU. <laughs> I can hear Trawick saying that. <laughs> no, right that now. was uh, Coach Matt Mary. He really? was a strength coach. Yeah. Doug Peterson was a football coach Doug? at the time. I heard he's been name dropped on the radio a few times today. I heard Sean yeah, talking about I heard him, they him for Yeah, the he was all guy. excited. He's like, please tell me you play football. I said, I can't run out of sight in three weeks. And I you don't want me on the football team. Forgot that old Doug was the head yeah. coach out at Calvary. Yeah. I can hit Pretty one out of every 15 balls, you know, kind of far. But other than that, it's going to take me a, a week to get down to first base. So, hey. 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 I'll no a- state championship for uh for our old bye week back. Well, I'm gonna tell you one thing, Landry Liddy looking to close in on back to back state championships at Calvary. Uh, I'll actually be going to check out Liddy on October the 22nd. Uh, they'll travel to Haynesville, another team that's in the top ten in the state as well. Uh, I mentioned that Liddy is, you know, obviously leading the state in passing yards. Uh, through the first five weeks of the season, Beck, and you and I have talked about it a number of times. You watch some of the throws that he makes on film. Uh, he's definitely got uh, the arm to play at the Division One level. Yeah, I'm going to play devil's advocate here, Ben. I think it's tough out there to evaluate high school oh, there's no quarterbacks doubt. because you got guys playing against – I agree. What is it? Bishop Norman, what is that school? Bishop Bishop Gorman. Uh, Gorman. Talking about it. Yeah. Oh, Tate Martell. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, you got no. It is a bunch of true. different talents. So that, he's he's done what he needs to do. He's and doing he's, exactly what you want him to. Yeah. Do. He's got an arm. Um. You know, you you talk all the time about how many recruits you hit on versus how many you don't. Uh, Liddy's a guy. I think you want in the QB room to give him a shot. You know, there ain't no doubt, no doubt about it. But uh, I, there, hey, listen. There's been a number of Power Fives that have been sniffing around, and I think he's stayed, uh, I guess, loyal or true to his commitment throughout the process. I, I don't think there's any worries about him ultimately signing with Louisiana Tech in December. And like I asked him, you know, we, we've talked, I mean, what, last four years, five years we've been doing this show. Every single week we talk about the quarterback position. Every week. You got to. The quarterback's got to be the leader of the football team. I mean, there's no bones about it. You mentioned earlier, why do we think Louisiana Tech is in a good position to potentially make a run in Conference USA? Your statement was, these guys love playing with Austin Kendall. Like, and sometimes it's that simple. You, you feed off of your quarterback, and it was pretty clear early in the year that Louisiana Tech was going to do that when it came to Austin Kendall. Going back to Liddy, being the first commitment in your recruiting class and being that guy that kind of heads up things from a leadership standpoint, and we've seen them get two or three commitments from Monroe. I know they've had some from the southern part of the state as well. That's big for me because not only do these kids know one another, but when the quarterback's leading you, they're going to look to you once you get to on campus as well. Right, and an early commit, what that says to me is that you didn't have any doubts. You yep. know, and credit to Joe Sloan. I don't know if this guy's writing them poems before they go to bed every night. I don't know what he's Might doing. Might be. What he's doing to get these guys here and get them committed. But, Ben, that's that's huge. I love to see a quarterback commit early and say, that's where I'm going. I know I'm getting calls other places, but that's where I want to be. And credit to Joe Sloan. He's recruiting his you-know-what off and – Man, I love to see it, and you're right. I think that does speak volumes for him to be the leader of that class, to be committed first. You got other guys that are seeing who's coming in, and they're like, "I want to be a part of that." I want to gravitate. Yeah, they gravitate yeah. towards it. I love it. I love it. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back. Jason Jones has walked in the studio. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue 
Radio Sports Talk 97.7. This is Jason Walker with Louisiana National Bank. No matter if you're buying your starter home or your forever home, Louisiana National Bank can take care of all of your home buying needs. Our rates and closing costs are competitive with not only your home team bank, but also those big online lenders. We have an amazing product portfolio, which means more ways to get you in your dream home, including low and no down payment options for qualified customers and properties. Conveniently apply online at ln.bank. L for Louisiana, N for national.bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hey, Bulldog fans, this is Mark Richardson with BMW Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner Jeff Robinson has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to BMW Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia, and when you do, you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal. Go, dogs. BMW Motors in Arcadia. Walpole Tire and Service loves supporting LaTeX football. And if you're going on a road trip to follow the dogs, they want you to get there safely. Count on the pros at Walpole Tire to keep your car in the game. From the largest selection of name brand tires in the area to expert ASE certified service, including brakes, tires, and front end repairs. Your home team for over 60 years. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Hey, DQ fans, is there any better way to bring people together this season than the delicious blizzard treats from DQ? With the new fall blizzard treat menu, there's a little something for everyone and a lot of fall flavor in every treat. Whether it's flavors like the new pecan pie, returning pumpkin pie, the Reese's Pieces cookie dough, sea salt toffee fudge, Oreo mocha fudge, cocoa dipped strawberry, and the royal ultimate choco brownie, this just may be the greatest fall blizzard treat lineup ever. One way to find out is to try it for yourself today at dq happy tastes good injured in an accident call creed and creed in monroe for local experienced representation this is knbb dubach rustin monroe 97.7 want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know keep it right here on bleed tech blue radio Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Blue Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. want to thank Landry Liddy, Louisiana Tech quarterback commitment, for joining us in the previous segment. Jason Jones, former assistant publisher, would that be the best way? Analyst for Bleed Tech Blue joins us in the studio how we doing jason doing good i just want to come hang out with you guys for a minute talk some football we, i'm interested to get your thoughts your thoughts on the end of the game the other night against nc state we came out in the opening segment we were we brought the heat in the opening segment what were your overall thoughts yeah my thoughts were you've got to spike it and if you're not going to spike it the coach it, when he realizes what's going on gotta call a timeout call timeout i mean come on i mean they wasted what 30 seconds and it, it just took away your chance to win the game because then you're down to seven seconds or whatever it is. You got to throw a hail mary, and I'm I'm just thinking, what are we doing? <laughs> you know? did, did, did you think this one? We had this debate too. To us, obviously, you want to save the time and you want to have the opportunity to win the football game, but still, to me, Mississippi State SMU hurts more than this one because you still had to score. 
Yeah, and yeah, I felt like you know they competed the whole game, and they were they didn't slow it down. You know, you didn't have those like you had in previous weeks. You didn't have those three or four possessions in a row where you're like, "What is going Stagnant on?" Feel it slipping out of your yeah, hands. yeah, right. just three and out, three and out, three and out. And you're like, "What are we doing?" You know, this game it felt like playing from behind. They're gonna keep pushing, keep pushing, and I feel like, and I've said this back under the Jamar years, it feels like they play so much better when they play fast from behind. Yeah, yeah, they're spreading the ball out. The running game gets better because you've got the defense spread out, and yep. so you're able to hit hit that middle dive play. The ends are rushing up the field. Yeah. You see Kendall or whoever take off for the big runs as well. But when we slow it down, it's it's just like There's no rhythm to it. Yeah, and everybody knows what's coming. It's yeah. going to be first down, handoff up the middle, then maybe a screen pass, then you got third and long, and it's you're putting your quarterback in a tough spot. And yep. so it's almost better to play from behind. Right, and this one, too, This the ball was in our hands to end the game. The last two, the ball hadn't really been in our hands. I mean, that, uh, Mississippi State missed a field goal, but, I mean, it's just – I felt like th- if this is ours to take, you know, because I didn't feel like we had we had let it go throughout the game. It was like back and forth, tough-fought game, and then we had we had the ball to, to try to win, the win but just, you know, continue it, I- but – I don't. I agree with both of you, though. I mean, when you get in this offense and you allow yourselves, I almost think, to a fault at times, the run game is forced. And I think what we've learned these first five games of the year, this team's not going to be a team that's going to tote the rock forty-five times for one hundred eighty, two hundred yards a game. It's just not. Well, and and what game was it? Was it North Texas where we ran it like forty something times, and it's yeah. just like one yard per carry? Yep. I mean, you're just banging your head against 41 that. Forty one times for seventy nine yards. Yeah, you're banging your head against that rock, and it's like, hey, when you spread it out and go fast, the run game will come along. It opens things up. Yeah, and so I heard y'all talking in a previous segment about you know the rest of the season. Yes, every game is certainly winnable. I think Tech's more talented than anybody they're going to play. So can we see a complete game? Can we see them put the foot on the pedal? And go for a complete game. Or are we going to get in the third quarter if we get a lead? Are we going to sit Try on the to ball take the again? Foot off the gas. Can't do it. It just doesn't work. How many times I, have we witnessed it? I it just think does not what work. we've seen in the early portion of this year, and I, I think that Saturday proved this even further. Legitimately, this offense can score forty-five, maybe plus points per game in conference. Yeah, no doubt. No, oh, I don't absolutely. think that's crazy to say. No, no. and it just comes down to play a complete game. And finish people off. Don't get that 15-point lead or 20-point lead and start worrying about the clock. Just keep going. Finish them. And, and I think, too, you look at the the competition within Conference USA and maybe outside of UTSA, maybe UAB as well. Defensively, you're going to get enough stops. Just out of sheer, you know, a holding call or a, a missed receiver on third and seven. You know, they're going to give you a chance to get some stops defensively. But like you said, you cannot take your foot off the gas and allow some of these teams to kind of get you on your heels with eight minutes to go in a football game. Well, and that's what was what was crazy about NC State and SMU. It felt like they did get plenty of stops and exactly couldn't quite get enough scores to to put it away. But I'm I'm excited about the rest of the season. I feel like Tech does have a chance to win out, or you know, obviously they can drop one. You hope it's not to UTSA or UAB, yeah. but just because of the championship game but I, I feel like the the grass is green the rest of the way they just got to you know finish how impressed have you been with Austin Kendall super impressed a lot of people compared him to Cody Sokol you know I feel like 
he's exactly what this team needed. But I'm also just impressed with those freshman receivers. I mean, oh my gosh, have they're had, so good. When was the last? Time? I don't think we've had two newcomers that good since Miles White and Quentin Patton. And those guys weren't freshmen. Those yeah, junior, junior college, college kids. That's a good point. And I didn't think about that. And you know, so many times too, I think we talk about the, the comparison, especially in recent years, is Trent Taylor, Carlos Henderson. I don't know if either Means or Harris is really like either one of those guys. You know, I thought Carlos Henderson was, he was raw from a route running standpoint. He was a guy that if you got it in his hands, look out. These guys, like. They're, they're making plays. Yeah, they're 50-50 balls, and they're coming down well, with them 75-25. We have a super low drop rate, right? Yeah. And the, which, two years ago, one year ago, we were just led counting the country. them up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like those guys are running down the sideline, throw it up, let them go make a play, whereas Henderson and Taylor, those guys were definitely just more, find the, like you said, try to find a way to get the ball to them. And then I'm, I wonder how many yards after the catch those two guys had. I mean, they almost made Ron Higgins stat. Oh, well, I mean, I Trent mean, Taylor was an elite route runner. I mean, there were so many times he, oh, he didn't have anybody within 15 yards. It didn't matter. He's kind of like a little Hunter Renfro. Did you watch the game last night? Yeah, a little run for us. Yeah, well, play, he was, but then, like you said, Henderson was the opposite. No route running at all. But he just run by you and then yeah. catch you, and then you they would just, never see him again. Yeah, well, they just find a way two, to get the ball. You know, going back to the 50-50 part, you know, I believe Tech was down 34-20 maybe, and they run the thir- the pe- play that Harris catches on the sideline, 31 yards, and then the next play is the touchdown to Means. And, like, it wasn't anything beautiful from a throw standpoint. I mean, the guys just – they got themselves open in a sense. And that's why I think if you're Louisiana Tech, and I kind of said this tongue-in-cheek tongue following the game, it's like I would throw it to Trey Harris, Bub Means, Smoke Harris, and Emelis every play. I'm not kidding. But you've like, got to have four of those options like that. That's big time. Well, they can't defend them. Yeah. You no, know what I'm can. saying? And who have they had in the last couple of years? They've had some pretty big-time recruits at, yeah. at outside receiver, but nobody that's going to go get the ball like that. I love yeah. Emulus. Oh, love Emulus him. is – I think a lot of people, and I'm not saying this wasn't me, but I think when you see UMass transfer, you kind of get the stereotypical, uh, this kid's not that good. Yeah, Yeah. and listen, that kid, he ain't going to burn you down the field. He's probably a 4'6", 4'7", guy. But if you throw it in the catch radius, he's catching the football. Yeah, he he is, and and Beck, you mentioned they don't have very many drops. I mean, it's almost like... You know, smoke's a secret weapon. You can run him across the middle and throw it six inches off the ground. He's yeah. going to get it. He's, there. he's down there. Yeah. Yeah, he's already down there. You know? Yeah, I think it's the ninth lowest drop rate in the country right now. Which, which is, I mean, just truly a turnaround for Tech. I mean, that's a, there were so many times when just drives weren't kept like alive 17 by or 18, and, I think they oh led the country gosh. and dropped for like 37. And that's, I don't know, that's that's... I think that's what you need to make a deep run in Conference USA. It's a 50-50 ball guy. We need some of those plays. Because, like you said, Conference USA is it's Conference USA, and Kendall's a, a great quarterback. And you need guys that can make those type of non-perfect plays. I feel like in the past we've been stuck by, like, it's great if we're wide open or we do but, our part right. But we need to win some of those balls that maybe we shouldn't be winning. And I think, too, it'll be interesting coming out of the bye week. And Skip talks about this every year as far as going into a bye week reviewing the film, seeing what you do well, seeing what you don't do well, making a few personnel adjustments. But I think this bye week comes about in the middle of the year, and I think you really can look at it and say, listen, we're not running the football that overly impressive. What can we do to get Marcus Williams involved in a passing game, to be an extension of that run game? Because there are other ways to get a guy like him the football because he's shown that he can make some guys miss if you give him the space to make the play. 
Well, and, and maybe we can take a page from NC State. You remember in the third quarter, we were stuffing them on the run pretty good, and they started pitching it out. Yep, exactly. Just moved Stretching the line of scrimmage a little line. bit, and it, it caught us off guard, but then we adjusted. And so, yeah, just mix it up a little bit. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see some of those changes because th- there's certainly some changes to be made. And I, I don't know. I thought this, too, against NC State. I thought NC State, especially early in the football game, you watch them defensively, it's like, all right, these guys are real. I mean, they had great team speed. The linebackers were really good. They were getting a good pass rush earlier. On the offensive side of the ball, I thought they were slow. Yeah, I, I thought the receivers they were good, anything but they special. were slow. They were I was not impressed special. by their quarterback at all. I, I was not either. That kind of surprised me, and I think it probably gives you some insight into where Clemson's at you know, at this point in the year, which is a surprise in itself. Yeah, no doubt. But that just also shows you, like, Tech has a great quarterback, but, you know, we, we keep talking about how we're two plays away from being 4-1. and one. It's like... NC State's won some of those games. You I know? know. And, like, we haven't. And so well, and we we're have also this... just a few plays away from being over. I mean, yeah, yeah no, exactly. Yeah. 100%. It could I mean, be pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. The Tech Special right there. Now, well, Ben. Oh, go ahead. Before oh, I'm sorry. The other Tech Special. You look back at the last several years coming off a of bye week. You know, we've got it's, two yeah, ugly Southern Miss losses. Yeah, it, I mean, it's beat been. Beat UTEP by two. Beat UTEP by two. It's been some sluggish performances. Yeah, and, but we didn't have Austin Kendall then, did we? Yeah, that's what you keep going It's the intangible We had here. Jeff Driscoll and Ryan yeah. Higgins. So, but, no, no I think that's big, too. Coming out of a bye week. Listen, I don't think there's any doubt this is going to be a more low-key week from a practice standpoint. I'd imagine they get the weekend off, get back in Sunday night, and really get after it with UTEP prep. That's a long trip out there. We see it every year from a wind perspective. I feel like it's 15, 20-mile-an-hour winds. It takes away some of your run game. Uh, It's going to be a challenge out there. And like Beck said earlier, they're playing with confidence. Whether they beat the Little Sisters or the Poor or not, they had not won four football games in a long time. That's a big deal. Let me ask you this. You probably know this better than I would, but, you know, Kendall, this is obviously his only year in the tech offense. Have you seen play the playbook expand, play calling change? I think so. What's been the evolution over the first five games for you? I know we had one game with backups, but. Jason, you can account to this too, after Jason. me, but I think you've seen the route tree expand. You know, and I think they're throwing the ball vertically down the field better than they have probably since that 2016 year, but I think you're seeing more corner routes. You know what I'm saying? Like more challenging your arm because you have the arm talent to challenge it. Yeah, and you've got the receivers you can trust. Exactly. Because in the past, like y'all were talking about, you you would roll them out and there'd be nothing. Nothing. And, yeah. And the good thing about Kendall is, in those times when there is nothing, he'll take off. So yeah. I mean, I think you can really expand it because there's so many options, and Kendall's smart enough to know when to run, know when to throw it away. And, and I, I thought, too, early on in that game on Saturday, I believe it was the first third down. It was like third and 12 or something. And they did, like you said, they rolled the pocket. as a little levels play at the underneath guy. And he threw a 24-yard dart into Graham's gut. And it's like, yeah, that like that's time. a real throw. That's a big You know what I'm throw. saying? And, yeah. and, you, and you're not going to have a quarterback that can make that throw every year. But I think that's one of the elements that it kind of expands your offense a little bit, too. Yeah, and and I think too you mentioned getting Williams out in the out of the backfield and throwing it to him, but but some of the backup receivers, I mean the I always forget his name, the Vanderbilt transfer, he Henry caught a Brooks. lot. Of, yeah, he caught he, a lot of passes. At yeah, so but maybe that's the way to get him involved. I well, will say I don't feel like our run game is evolved quite like we'd like it to. No, but I, I also we've think, seen some flashes of Williams I, being great. No, I agree, but I also think it's probably more difficult than I, we might realize to put together a makeshift offensive line, which is what this is. So at this point, do you just say – You kind of got to scrap it to a Scrap sense. it. Just quit trying to put your head down and force it. And yeah. Go well, with what's getting here, and that's spread it out. And, 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 and this year we can scrap it. Last year we 
We could couldn't. scrap it, it You're right. because you couldn't you couldn't protect the edges last year in the pass game, or you and couldn't so, pass it. Yeah, I agree, but I and I don't know that the offensive line is tremendously better. I think they are. I think they're about an average offensive line, but I also think having that sixth-year quarterback back there that has that savvy ability to take off, I think he covers up a lot of mistakes as well, and that kind of gets overlooked. Oh yeah, I mean he covers up so much, and not with his ability. That's what good quarterbacks do. Yeah, with his ability to run, throw it away, whatever. He he knows when to make the right decisions, and he's not going to force it. And how many quarterbacks over the last several years have we seen where they're just forcing it and forcing it, and forcing it, and you're getting picked off? So super excited about Kendall. Super excited about those young receivers that can just go <sighs> get fun. it. And just looking at the overall roster, I mean, you look at the depth chart on defense and, and even the receivers offensive line, so much youth. Oh yeah. They'll they all can be back. get that quarterback for the next yep. two or three years. They're going to be salty. JD head or whoever, another transfer. <laughs> hey, Liddy. Yeah. Whoever I'm, it is. I'm excited. If they get that quarterback position figured out, there's no doubt. Let's go ahead and take our final time out of the night. We come back. We'll put a bow on it. You're listening to bleed tech blue radio sports talk. 97.7. Hey, near North Louisiana weather. For tonight, we're going to have a slight chance of some showers and thunderstorms before 7 p.m. And then we're going to see some patchy fog rolling on in after 9 p.m. Lows will be 59. Wednesday, we're going to kick off our day with that patchy fog still hanging around, but it should be gone by mid-morning. And then we will have sunny skies throughout the day. Highs will be 84. Their overnight low is 59 under mostly clear skies. Thursday looks like it's going to be absolutely gorgeous. Lots of sunshine. Highs will be 86 with our overnight low 61. Kicking off our weekend on Friday, it's going to be beautiful. Lots of sunshine. Highs in the upper 80s. I'm Tori Hart on Sports Talk 97.7. Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. Whether you are a small business owner or a parent helping your child open their first savings account, we look forward to working together to help you achieve your dreams. We are committed to delivering on our long-term promise, making each interaction with you more exceptional than any you have ever experienced through the convenient delivery of personal and business banking products. Ready to experience uncommon banking? Visit with our friendly staff at one of our convenient local locations or visit us online at ln.bank. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Oh, courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. It's time to move the chains. What are we prepared to do to win? Are you willing to strain a little harder? Are you willing to work a little harder? Focus a little harder? Head coach Skip Holtz and the Dog Brotherhood are ready to grind their way to the top of Conference USA. Feel the results all season long right here. Catch all the action of the 2021 Louisiana Tech football season live on Big Z Country, 107.5 FM. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Final segment of the show as we wrap it up on a Tuesday night. Bleed Take Blue Radio. Beck, have you enjoyed the bye week? Yeah, so far. Is this your first bye week in five years? Ben, enough. 
right? I got things going on. Busy man, aren't you? That's a busy man. I got, I got. What you got going on this off weekend? Ooh, well, tell you what I'm not doing. It is hunting season. Not hunting. Well, the wind's not right. You know. What do you need? A north wind? I need a little north wind for my setup at the moment. Need a little north wind. North wind can't pick up on the old scent. That's right. Did hunt Sunday night. Did you see anything? Yeah, eleven. Eleven. Drew back on a big old bruiser. Turned out he was a little bruiser, so I let him go. Thought he was a big bruiser. Pulled the old binoculars out, found out his real size. Yeah. (laughs) Something like that, man. Something like that. You still wearing the old glasses in the stand? Yeah, are you I going did, you know, contacts? I did get contacts, and I got them because I can't see far away, so I got them for sporting events. So, Tell I you wear them games. so he gets contacts a few weeks ago, prior to the SMU game, I believe. You're right. And uh, I believe he told me that he told a couple people, hey, I'll be out there about 12.15. <laughs> Tapes, took him a good 20 minutes to get no, the old contacts it was in the eyes. 2 o'clock, I didn't get out there until like 2.40 because I couldn't get them in. It takes a while. You wear contacts, Tapes? No. Dave's got perfect eyes. Light. Perfect Dave's eyes. ain't about that life. Well, uh, little programming note. We got to touch on this. Uh, Taves, I hope you're listening. Uh, so it is a bye week this week. I'm going out of town tomorrow through next Tuesday. That oh, is. Bye week BC. Well, bye week BC. Going to be a uh, low key football weekend for BT, Mr. BTB and Miss BTB. Doubt I'll be watching too much football. Not going to sit here and lie to you. Um, keep me updated on uh, whoever UTEP's playing this week. Need, yeah. to, need to hear about the old schnoozer. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I will be out from tomorrow until October the 12th, which is next Tuesday night. I'll be back. So we will not have Bleed Tech Blue Radio next Tuesday night. It will actually be on Thursday yeah, fear night. Fear not. We're still having it. We don't take weeks off around here. So From 6 ble- to 7.30 before the Thursday night game, so get you a little Bleed Tech Blue in before you watch whoever's playing Thursday night. Perfect. It's great. You're leaving tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow evening. You'll be gone for a whole week. Till next Tuesday, Beck Haynes. Six days without the kids. Yeah, I hope the wife can survive. Yeah, y'all be back on Sunday. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> hope I don't get snowed in. Need me to go by the house and mow the lawn, BC. Uh, would be nice. Got the old <laughs> mower's got a little flat on it right now. Oh, I but. do need to come help you with that. I forgot. <laughs> need the old air compressor. Ben, you mentioned earlier. Just wanted to see if it changed. Did you win in fantasy this week? All right, I told Taves this yesterday, I believe. Um, so I'm zero and four, one in sixteen in my last seventeen. There's no doubt about that. That's just not good. Um, Ryan suck up. Oh, he's blown a game or two for me. Keyword suck up. Um, kicker for Tampa Bay, which, let's be honest for a sec, if you're counting on 17 from your kicker, not a great idea. But he goes 4 or 5 in the Sunday night game against New England, and, um, yeah, lost by two points. Man. Oh, so if he'd have hit that other one, you'd have, you'd have won it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had one week where I lost by points. Did you point. win? Yeah, I did, of course. Um, I'm one, one yard for being 4 now. I'm going to mention that every week. Until Are the you a guru? Uh, you know, this is my first year to give up being a commish, and I think it's paying off. Turns out I was a little distracted trying to keep up with you yahoos. Yeah, fair enough. But I got a pretty good squad. Had a good friend, uh, Sutton, friend of the program. Uh, we were talking a few trades today, and uh, he wanted me to 
give up, of course, who do you think you wanted me to give up? All Travis right. Kelsey, because okay, it's always only who good, he wants to trade. Only good player you have on your team. Yep. And uh, I was like, no, nope, not happening. Uh, he'll be my keeper until he dies. And he said, well, I hope you have fun eating those hot dogs. And my one comment was, just add a little mayo and let's go to work. That's right. Here's the thing about Sutton. He's a persistent little booger, communications major, <clears throat> and he'll wear you down. Until you accept the And trade. then you know that he's like being that guy that like when he's trying to sell you a player, he's acting like he's the greatest player ever, and you're like, man, why are you getting rid of him, you know? And then when he's trying to get one of your players, he's just dogging him, dogging your player, and you're like, man, I don't even want this guy. Yeah. Even though you know that's what he's doing, he just does it for so long that half the league will just trade with him to get him to shut up. And so we're so that's we're, the only. I mean, he comes out. I'll give it to him. He comes out winning trades. I don't like to give Sutton anything. So we're the only. But he wins trades. He does. So we're the only two members of our league that are probably listening at this very moment. So we have to ask. Might our, be the only two people listening. Possibly, we have to ask our fantasy football guru, John Tabor. Uh, Tapes. I know you saw David Montgomery's out four to five weeks. How much should Beck and I bid? For fantasy football to get Damian Williams, Ooh, I'd say ten to twenty percent. What? What was the big pay? Who paid for who last week? Uh, Chuba, Chuba. It was fifty something dollars. Yeah, out of a hundred. Fifty. Well, I mean, you can do like Tabes did and spend sixty five, whatever, seventy percent on Eli Mitchell. When I don't even out. know who that is. He's the guy in San Francisco that my boy Trey Sermon's well, over. Well, miscalculation on Tabe's part on that one. Tabe's, I ain't going to lie. I thought Trey Sermon was going to be a dog, and he was pretty good yesterday. Well, I got Sermon as well. He was pretty good Sunday, but he ain't going to catch a pass all year. That's what I'm afraid of. And just the week-to-week Shanahanigans of Shanahanigans. Running, running backs. Yes, yeah, so I've, I've coined, though, I do need to put a copyright in on that word. Shanahanigans. I like it, Tabe's. I like it a lot. Well, I'm a... Uh, I got Claude Edwards. He's getting going a little bit. Running backs are just tough, and I feel like this year more than ever. I mean, they're tough. Yeah, Mike Davis has already hit the bench for a quarter rail. Yeah. So, real quick, let's run through the Conference USA schedule this week. Oh, before can't we wait. Here. Can't uh, wait. In Huntington, West Virginia this weekend, Old Dominion at Marshall. Thundering Herd looking to bounce back from a loss to Middle Tennessee. Florida Atlantic travels to UAB. Blazers were blitzed by Liberty over the weekend. Middle Tennessee, they'll take their talents to Lynchburg, Virginia, to take on Liberty. North Texas, whew, how about this one? North Texas will take their talents to a bloodbath at Missouri. UTSA at Western Kentucky, that's a 6 p.m. kickoff in Bowling Green. I mentioned Western Kentucky's a three-point favorite. And then finally, Beck Haynes, the schnoozer of the week. <laughs> UTEP at Southern Miss. Golden Eagles coming off a loss to Rice. They'll have their third-string quarterback starting in this one. I think Will Hall said that he's the worst head coach at Southern Miss in the last 50 years. Really? Yeah, he kind of said it tongue-in-cheek, but I hate to tell Will Hall, uh, he's been pretty honest. That's... Golden Eagles are terrible. Well, I mean, what is what is with the demise? Of- I think that uh, whole fan base is just getting. Remember when we went there back in eleven during that hurricane? Or yeah, whatever? Hurricane Lee. Remember Drop how we storm Lee. Remember Excuse how we were like, man, I wish Tech Stadium could be this nice. No, I do not remember that. It was a nice stadium at the time. I remember it's there a- being puddles on the field. Yeah, well, it's a dump in Hattiesburg. Really? Now. Why? It, 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 I Didn't don't know. take care of it. Just not investing in the program. So fans are fed up. Uh, yes. You know, correct. Ben, I hate to see it. Wink, wink. 
Wink. Yes. Hate to see it. Hate to see it for the fighting Jack Abraham. So been a fun Is show. Is it true tonight. to say that he 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 ruined the program? Fair to say. I think so. Been a fun show tonight. I want to thank Landry Liddy for joining us. So we'll be back next Thursday night. Sports Talk ninety seven point seven FM for our producer John Tabor for Beck Haynes. I'm BC. Thanks for listening. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. Brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Join us every Tuesday at 6 p.m. with your host Ben Carlisle on the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. NBA, yeah. baseball, yeah, they cover it big, big time. time. Yeah, no, no doubt. doubt. The Asian press is all yep. over. When Matsui was with the Yankees, you remember they had 20 yep. strong, I mean, covering yep. him. Uh, Will in Florida, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Will? Yeah, what's going on, gentlemen? Hey, big fans of both of you guys. Thank uh, you. Hey, man, look, I'm definitely, I'm a family guy first, man, so I definitely take Otani because, I want to set myself up for one of those 10 years you'll regret it when I'm old contracts. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I want to make sure you. that the kids and the grandkids right. are fed first. And then hey, we can if go you get, get one of those I think they both going to get right. that. I you know, think like, they both like, going to get like that. Like Tatis got at 22 years old, $300 million, right? His actually Amen. will be – his. he could actually be great, that whole contract. Yeah, he has a chance because yeah. he's so young. Yeah. All right. I could buy five rings with that. <laughs> so it's all good. Right. All right. All right. There it is. Yep. All hey, right. Much appreciated, we, though, yep. fellas. Thanks, Will. Thank yep. you, man. All right. We got Randy Mueller, former NFL executive of the year, now Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst coming up in wait a minute. To hear, Chris, I want to hear his take on, on uh, Urban Meyer, too, like as a front office when you right. – when Agreed. this comes down, like what, what conversations what do do? are being had now? And, right. And if you're the general manager, how – Important they have to listen to the players, you know what I mean, and what's what's going on. No, nah, I agree. I agree. So we'll get into that with Randy Mueller in a few minutes. But first, Ralph Irvin with the update. Ralph. Guys, just one thing on that discussion. You, uh, Rob, you were talking about you know having that. to play all these guys uh, who are fighting for their playoff lives. Yes. Shohei Otani, 22 games. Only three of them were against non-playoff contenders the last 22 games of the season. Wow. Houston, there you go. The White Sox, Oakland, and Seattle all fighting for their playoff lives, whereas uh, the Yankees Ooh. only played the last nine. Ooh. Good point, Ralph. And I, you got an update. A uh, little yeah, something happened little, little in the of, game. A little yeah. bit of something is a ooh, ooh, is, tells us with Xander Bogarts. Walk? How many times have walks come in to score? Go ahead, Ralph. Xander Bogarts with a two-run homer in the bottom of the first inning. Rafael Devers coming in. As, as you mentioned, he had just walked. And it is 2 nothing Boston. 
here in the bottom of the first inning. You guys mentioned Giancarlo Stanton with the, with what looked like a big blast in the top of the first, but it just hit off the wall, really only about two-thirds the way up the Green Monster, and he didn't even make it to second base because I think he was watching it. So uh, he was, Yes, he was posing. So it is uh, 2 nothing Boston. It looks like they're going to wrap up the uh, first inning right now, and we'll go to the second with the Red Sox having a 2 nothing advantage over the New York Yankees.